Hello, Guardians. Today is May 12th, 2023. My name's Danfinity, and welcome to Destiny Digest. Thanks to everybody who has listened to the show on various podcast platforms, and thank you to everybody on YouTube uh, for subscribing to the channel. It means a lot to me in between not only the audio subscribers, but also the YouTube subscribers. We have reached over 1,200 subscribers to the podcast overall. That is huge. Thank you so much for that. A couple things before we get into the news of the week. First of all, if you'd like to support the show by leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform of choice, you can do so just like our friend Gray Fox who says, awesome show for new lights and D2 vets, five stars. Dan has brought his years over from Planet Destiny into a new show, and it shows that Destiny 2 still has legs in this new format. Weekly guests, topics and news that are a fresh perspective of the world of Destiny 2. Also, that laugh makes anyone chuckle. I have a couple internet comments to show you later. Uh, you're in for a good time, and your ears will thank you. Thank you once again, Gray Fox. That's extremely sweet of you to say. We are also raising money for the Bungie Foundation as part of the Guardian Games Cup. I will leave my link in the description for the show. My goal this year is $3,000. We're currently at $350 raise, so we're about a tenth of the way there. And at every $500 mark, I will be opening up a poll for chat to decide which class I'm going to play as next. So right now I'm, I'm running as a hunter and hunters are doing okay. <laughs> but if you would like to help guarantee that I play something else, make sure to donate to a good cause in the Bungie Foundation. If you give 25 bucks, you get the Quantum Relay emblem for your guardian. So make sure to check that out. Once again, the link will be in the notes for the show. We got a hell of a show for you today. Uh, we got hot fixes. We got previews of season 21 season of the deep we also get a bunch of previews for exotic changes that are coming down the pike soon and what i think is the highlight of the show the state of pvp panel that i got to do with a very small hat a senate nomad and lego laflash all excellent excellent players all really cool people and and content creators you should go check them out um, that'll be at the end of the show next week we will have a PVE panel with Above TP, Talk QWERTY to me, Granddad Gaming, and Epic Dan. Should be a blast. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys have to say about these shows. Enough housekeeping. Enough about me. Let's talk about the world of Destiny 2. Tuesday, May the 9th, brought with it Destiny 2 Hotfix 7.0.5.3. It made changes to Nightfalls, where it reverted a change that removed the third refraction core in the Heist Battlegrounds. They also fixed an issue where previously defeated enemies and champions were respawning if players wipe in the Lake of Shadows boss room. Yikes. For Guardian games, they fixed an issue where the normal matchmaking options for Supremacy were missing their descriptions. They fixed an issue where the Air Apparent Quest and Catalyst are, were not progressing via most main medallion sources. They fixed an issue with the Fly the Flag bounty that was taking much longer than intended to complete. And finally, they fixed an issue with the champ seal was not able to be gilded. Gameplay and investment. This is kind of where some controversy came this week. 
They fixed an issue where swapping from a slug shotgun to another shotgun could allow massive damage output. Uh, there is now a two-second window where a weapon cannot be fired after swapping to it from the inventory screen. That was the big community offender here. Uh, they also fixed an issue where enhanced eager edge perk would deactivate earlier than intended. I haven't really been playing much Destiny 2 uh, in the past few weeks, uh, but I decided to log in to check out what this two-second window felt like. And man, it is, it's rough. It's not, it's not fantastic. Uh, it's pretty apparent who this change was aimed at. It was, it was aimed at people who were, I don't know, solo flawlessing the Root of Nightmares raid and being able to put massive amounts of damage out to Nezarek. While I get that they probably didn't design it to be soloed, this change feels weird and clunky. I don't, I don't know if it's a, a dev side thing where they needed to change it for reasons, but uh, it's one of those changes that felt very specific in scope. The next day, the D2 team did take to their Twitter saying, we would like to give some extra context on the weapon swap delay change. The shotgun exploit wasn't the only issue we were seeing and to safely fix the underlying problem, we needed to introduce a global firing delay when swapping weapons via the inventory screen. Due to the networking differences across players and environments, we couldn't guarantee the shortest possible delay would address the exploit. After closely observing the current behavior in the live game, we have enough information to dial this in more precisely and plan to reduce the weapon swap delay to about one second shortly after season 21's launch later this month. Good luck to everybody who are swapping loadouts right now. Uh, I wish you the best. Wednesday also brought with it the season 21 exotic armor tuning preview. We're going to skim through a lot of this information. We're going to hit the uh, main players that we talk about in our PVP panel. From what I'm seeing, there's a lot of really good buffs in here. There's also some weird PVP nerfs as well. First and foremost, they stated that their two primary goals were settled on for this balance pass, where they wanted to identify underused armor pieces and revamp them to increase their appeal. That's awesome. There's a bunch of stuff that's in my vault that I've never even touched. I've earned it, but I've never touched because there's no utilization there for me. They always include like you have to do this, this, and this, and then you're able to do this, and then you're able to, to shoot the man, which, but looking forward to seeing what a lot of these changes are. They're also focusing on tuning down outlier armor pieces that are probably too powerful. For a hunter, we see the sealed Ahamkara grasps. The exotic will now reload the magazine of all your weapons when you defeat a target with your powered melee. And for five seconds after dealing melee damage, you get increased movement speed and jump height. Raiju's harness will now create a blinding explosion after deactivating your arc staff super that temporarily increases your arc weapon damage. However, blocking the whirlwind guard will no longer consume energy more slowly. I really like my pole dancers in uh, <laughs> Destiny 2 PvP. I haven't really used it that much in PvE. This is this is a really cool change, and I like to see that they're adding a little bit more of the verbiage to these exotic pieces. Stompies, this is probably one of the more um, controversial ones. They removed airborne effectiveness penalties. You only gain increased speed, slide distance, and improved jumping while your dodge energy is full with the developer commentary being, we want Stompies to have a strong fantasy, but permanent uptime for potent movement benefits 
that make targeting hunters and PVP very difficult on controller ends up making it too automatic of a choice, even with the prior airborne effectiveness changes. We're undoing that change, but tackling the uptime to try and make it so that you can use it to ambush or escape from an engagement, but not both. For Titans, we are seeing the no backup plans getting a complete rework, replacing the old functionality entirely. No backup plans will now provide a moderate benefit to the airborne effectiveness and reload speed of shotguns, while they have two void overshield, shotguns deal additional damage and shotgun final blows refresh your overshield. While using a void subclass, rapid shotgun final blows or defeating a powerful enemy with a shotgun grants you a void overshield and kicks off your health regeneration. For the strongholds, they've replaced the healing from blocking shots precisely with significant damage reduction, about 50% in PVE and 10% in PVP, while blocking with a sword. When you stop blocking, you gain two times restoration with a duration that increases based on the number of shots you've blocked. With how ping is in the game, I can see uh, strongholds not being able to effectively just pull out that watching in order to block the shot in time. But uh, this change is huge, especially with the damage reduction. Dune Marchers will see a reduction for range of the chain damage from 20 meters to 12 meters and PVP damage from 85 to 50. That's a huge cut for both. Dev commentary, the exotic sees a lot of use in PVP, but not much in PVE. <laughs> These changes embrace that. The range on the damage chain made it very easy to get killed by the exotic without ever seeing the person killing you in PVP. So we reduced the range and tuned down the damage. I think something in the trials report this week showed that that had 30% usage amongst Titans, which is a significant portion of Titans in trials. For Warlocks, we see the Vesper of Radius. Your rifts will emit an arc shockwave every five seconds that deals damage and enemies defeated by these shockwaves explode for an additional 100 damage. And if you have an arc subclass equipped, also will blind nearby enemies. My God. The Starfire Protocol, everybody's favorite explosion fest. They reduce the amount of energy gained per instance of damage from 20% to 2.5% with an empowered weapon kill now granting 20% of grenade energy. The dev commentary on this, oh, Starfire Protocol. The exotic has been strong for a long time ever since Solar 3.0 dropped and fusion grenades became much more powerful for warlocks. In making these changes, we didn't want to completely rob the exotic of its benefits, but right now Starfire Protocol is one of the best single target damage boosting exotics. Combine Wither Horde or Wolfpack rounds with a rocket launcher with Demolitionist and you essentially have an infinite loop of rockets and double detonating grenades, and it's sucking all the air out of the room. These changes are intended to tamp down on passive weapon damage, giving you your grenades back too quickly. You still probably get an extra grenade or two per damage phase while also pushing it away from single target damage dominance and more toward neutral play. When I'm swapping loadouts, I am swapping to this when I'm on my Warlock. Now with two second delays for weapons and this nerf, I think I'm, I'm gonna have to rethink that. Thursday brought with it This Week at Bungie, written by Community Manager Sam. Hi Sam! I'm kinda liking the pace of Hotfix, Wednesday blog post, Thursday twab. It gives me something to look forward to at least three days of the week, and it makes my cramming for Thursdays for this podcast much more manageable. Let's see, we got, uh, we got an update on the teams and the rankings for Guardian Games Week 2. 
at the time that they posted this, first place was Titans, second place was Warlocks, and third place were Hunters. Once again, they're running the Guardian Games Cup, and if you'd like to give 25 bucks to get an emblem for the Quantum Relay, once again, my link is in the show notes. Congratulations to all the teams that are participating and that are high, highly ranked here. Uh, I see Clan Archive up there for most money raised for the Bungie Foundation this time around. Good folks there. We also received a short nine-second clip from Deputy Commander Sloan, a little bit of a preview into Season of the Deep. Basically, it's Sloan saying, Guardian, I, I'm requesting backup, and then it shows you a bunch of underwater stuff. Really neat. Really, really neat. Skipping a little bit ahead in the TWAB, we get to see the ornaments that we will be getting in Season of the Deep for our Guardians. I kind of like the flowy tutu look. It's 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 elegant. It's uh it's 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 kind of beautiful to see. It reminds me. What does it remind me of? Does it? It reminds me of Waterworld. But like, but like if Waterworld was uh, was about being underwater and and tutus and stuff. We also got get this look right down here. Uh, we are going underwater. Our guardian's greatest enemy. We will be going into one of these grottos in Season of the Deep, and uh, it looks spooky and cool, and I can't wait. We also got a look at Season of the Deep's ritual weapon. Introducing the Last Right Scout Rifle, they say in the TWAB, this one is a bit special because it's a Tex Mechanica Kinetic Aggressive Scout Rifle. They also say they don't want to spoil too much, but they're going to give us a glimpse at all of the ornaments uh, for the weapons. I don't find myself normally changing to the uh, standard playlist ornaments. I kind of just like the look of the ritual weapons overall. But maybe that Vanguard one, maybe that Vanguard one's worth something. I don't know, maybe it'll grow on me. A couple more things before you get into our conversation with Lego and Nomad and Sarah. The new dungeon is coming at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Friday, May 26th. Eververse is getting an update in Season 21 that showcases items recommended just for you. In addition to continuing to highlight specific items and bundles, the Eververse featured page will now have a shortcut to view certain recommended items that you don't own and might find are a great fit for your character. Not only that, but there will also be a tab when you can view your top 10 recommended items in one place, making it easier to find all your recommendations at any given time. This is a change that isn't really f for me. Uh, I do sometimes shell out for different Eververse items if I feel like it, but more likely I'm, I'm trying to serve in the bright dust that I get uh, season over season. This is cool for collectors who really want those little niche items, but with the price hike that's coming after next season, I think it's going to be harder and harder for them to uh, to get more money through microtransactions. Maybe I'm wrong, but that is just what I'm what I'm feeling and what uh, I seem to be sensing in community sentiment as well. That's it for the news. Now for this conversation with Lego La Flash, a very small hat, and Ascendant Nomad. Enjoy. Welcome, Ascendant Nomad. Uh, very small hat and Lego La Flash to Destiny Digest. The state of PvP panel for season twenty. Uh, we have we have some veterans here in, in Ascendant Nomad and Lego La Flash joining on on the um, on the panel. 
uh, Sarah, this is your first time. I think we're even yeah. talking. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think we've interacted on socials like quite a few yeah. times. But other than that, like, yep, first time interacting. It doesn't really feel like it. But yeah, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it's it's. It, that's the thing about like content creation. Everybody kind of knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just a little bit. And you like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that's, that's been great. Thank you so much, uh, everybody for joining the panel. Uh, what we're going to do first before we get into conversation, uh, why don't we go around and have you guys introduce yourselves and where people can find you on the internet? Uh, because some people don't make it to the end of episodes. I just, know that uh <laughs> but uh sarah why don't we start with you um i'm very small hat on like all socials i'm most active on twitter i post occasionally on instagram and then i stream on twitch um full-time at the moment i have taken some breaks but we've been full-time for a few weeks again so i'm planning on sticking with that so yeah just very small hat I got lucky. Nobody else has that name. So <laughs> very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's unique enough. Yeah. Looking at you, Dan Infinity from 2015. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lego, what about you? Yeah. Um, I'm Lego LaFlash. Uh, I'm over host on Destiny Massive Breakdowns and co host at Destiny Community Podcast, but I've been growing a small YouTube channel for a little bit now. It used to be Movie of the Weeks only, and now kind of just transition into build stuff. Uh, <laughs> Ascendant Nomad once asked me, Do you want to be an artist or do you want to be a YouTuber? And that stuck with me for a <laughs> bit now. <laughs> Perfect. Real friends tell you the truth. Yep. <laughs> They'll be honest with you. No man, I am. No man, what about you? Sorry for inflicting and starting whatever this arc is, Uh, (laughs) but it's it's resulted in very high quality content. So am I sorry? I guess not. Um, Hi, I'm Asenda Nomad. Um, I've been around on Twitter and YouTube for a little while. That's where I'm mostly at these days. Don't stream as much um, just because I'm just focusing so hard on YouTube. Um, And I make. tier lists that aren't tier lists. At one point, I used to make <laughs> Crucible improvement content, but then Reddit hit me over the head with a big hammer saying nobody wants to improve. So <laughs> now, I rank video- now I rank weapons for a living. Thank you all for your service. <laughs> <laughs> we all sound in pain introducing ourselves, yeah, I swear. Uh, I, started out, I started out Dead the minefields. It's a rough time for PvP right now. I don't know. We're all entering this like... Uh, is this a no it's it, like it's it's a good name for a podcast destiny digest because on one hand you're dealing with you know so the, the coming and comings and goings of the community yeah but also there's a lot to digest in your guest trauma so it's like well <laughs> <laughs> something yeah. yeah sometimes i like to think about the days when i was before i was traumatized by destiny too you know those were the good old days. Like I actually used to look forward to getting up in the morning. I would drink coffee and I would play PVP while I drank my coffee before mm-hmm. work every morning. And that was like, I was not good at the game at this point. Like this was a few years ago and yeah, I would just get up and I would play sixes. <laughs> I would drink my coffee and I would look forward to that me time every day. And it was the only time I had to play video games. And then, and then I became content creator. Yeah. So Twitter I think- yeah. I think that's the problem. I think we all became content creators and that's, <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> when the, when the freak flag flies, 
it's it's you're in it for so long especially like playing destiny i think most of us all of us play destiny primarily instead like instead of like much variety so it i it can feel like that for sure <laughs> like no yeah. doubt um so yeah i was i was gonna ask what how have your experiences been this season there's been a lot of changes i know as nomad we talked last season um mm about like a lot of the the change they had just implemented the competitive uh playlist changes and lego we spoke two seasons ago i want to yeah, say that was ago. like during yeah. season of the plunder um and Eight season oh that activity uh the story sorry so great. <laughs> but like so where where are you guys sitting with it right now what are what are the pros and cons of of PvP? Lego go first. All right. Uh, so I am really enjoying myself. Actually, I feel like I probably don't represent maybe the mass majority of what you see on Twitter online right now because I my whole thing is about finding the joy and intricacies of weapons and stuff like that. And there have been so many new um, perks and weapons that come out that are so much more interesting than just kill clip and rampage like they actually have intricate thing game loops that you have to do and play to activate them and then go on a roll and be successful with them and then on top of that i got rumble back which last time we talked maybe we didn't even have no, rumble, no we so. didn't have <laughs> yeah. we had none of it so i am like living on a high right now yes i know there is a lot of stuff that i don't understand the decisions of uh this season in particular but there's a lot of stuff i'm excited too that we'll get to with the exotic stuff that some fine print stuff that they haven't really clarified but i think will be very exciting once they do and then uh on top of that there's all these matchmaking changes i have my gripes about the way some of them have been implemented but overall I'm having a lot of fun with all the options, not just Rumble, but having an actual quick play type playlist, having this Guardian Games thing, have interesting weapons to chase, and on top of that, be a fun, just more casual experience. Uh, for me, at least, I know I can't speak for everyone, but has been really fun uh, doing all of those things with a new community that I've kind of been building. So yeah, I'm having a really good time right now. Definitely have like a few areas comp, is one of those things I probably would have a lot to say about at this point, having done the solo ascendant grind this season. But uh, overall, uh, having a lot of fun. So for me, I would say I've been having more fun in the last week or so than I have for the rest of the season, just because of supremacy. And I'm going to say it, connection-based matchmaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I play on one of these on the Middle East. So... Yeah. This is this is this is it's been it's been pretty rough with skill-based matchmaking. Mm. Not because of the quality of, of the opposition, although through all the lag and latency issues, I don't know how good my opposition is half the mm. time. Um it's just been nice being able to load into a match and you know, I aim my gun, I shoot my gun, I either miss or I hit somebody, and it happens immediately. It's wild. So <laughs> I've been having a lot of fun with that. And I've actually, you know, I, I do have reservations about supremacy and the way it handles super regeneration through ore pickup. Mm -hmm. But on the whole, I actually really like it. I feel like it's a lot more aggressive uh, in the way that it encourages players to push in 
in which case you can then strategize around like sometimes you'll just leave an orb and let people come in and you you, you delete them with a fusion rifle or uh, a hand cannon or or what what have you so there's it's it's a little <laughs> bit more interesting than just running around capturing zones for me anyways um the season as a whole, I think, started pretty strong. Lightfall being a new expansion, everything. There was a lot of guns to chase. There was new activities. There was new raids and everything. And PvP was just sort of there. Um, Iron Banner was Iron Banner. Yeah. Um, but like, if we didn't have supremacy at the end of the season, I honestly would have forgotten that this season existed PvP wise because mm. mm. there's really not been a whole lot to celebrate or talk about aside from the the comp emblem, which is sick. Um, it's also not super difficult because I'm seeing 1.2s with it in my mm. connection-based lobbies. So is it prestigious? That's a whole other debate. But anyways. I'm a 1.0 um, and I have it. Yay, <laughs> nice. there you go. So, so it's a time know. commitment emblem, so uh, more than anything else. And I think that rubs some people the wrong way. I personally don't give a shit. It looks cool. I'll go get it at some point. But uh, yeah, that's my long-winded take on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, what about you? What have your experiences been? I think I'm pretty much in the same boat. I fully agree with the supremacy takes. I think that um, having a connection-based game mode that is uh, clash style with an objective is really cool and awesome. And the connection-based has been very fun, even though I am, I do represent like average mm. gamers as a 1.0. Although I don't think my stats necessarily represent how quickly i got better at the game mm. um i yeah i do think that i more represent the average gamer so e even that you know the fact that a connection-based lobby is still feeling more fun than the skill-based lobbies says something um and then yeah the comp emblem was basically the other highlight for me for the the season um which is is sad it's not saying much that we're like <laughs> so over the moon about getting our own emblem like it would be so cool if they would add like some artifice armor to chase and trials if they would uh give us a couple new weapons like something else like i'm kind of bummed that they're removing rose even though i did luckily get my five out of five last week Ooh, um, yeah. yeah super exciting but i had to grind so long for that and i was like i had to rush for it because it's going away um so i just feel like the loot pool in pvp could definitely use some work as well but uh, but other than that, uh, I, I play a lot of trials personally, and uh, I'm curious to see how this weekend goes with some of the new kind of matchmaking things they've got going on, which mm -hmm. I, I'm in the same boat as Lego with kind of feeling a little weird about some of those, um, the new matchmaking changes, although like I do like the concept of fire team based and having a connection based uh, uh, playlist like there are certain things but yeah it feels a little bit confusing <laughs> like they're just yeah, maybe they're, trying to do too they, much with it they yeah. left skill based on for that weekend that's why it felt horrible and then they came oh yeah like, oops yeah. it's our bad and then this past weekend like they it wasn't a, a labs weekend and then mm -hmm. flawless pool was on but it felt wonky like i was matching mm -hmm. people that like yeah, it just it it did still feel really really hard, even though the player base was quite high. So, I don't know. It's I think there's stuff going on behind the scenes that maybe we we don't know about <laughs> as far mm -hmm. as the matchmaking and trials goes. So, but yeah, overall, like I would say, this season has been the most fun for me versus the last couple. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but hopefully we see some more improvements <laughs> outside of you know the weapon balancing and exotic balancing just on the trials note for a second i, I do want to just say like being able just having fire team based matchmaking this season has been a godsend um, yeah. just yes. being able to to, yeah. to not need a team to go flawless and just going mm -hmm. in if you're good enough it is you know uh teammate lottery most of the time like mm -hmm. you don't know who you're going to get and how hard you're going to carry but you can do it and you don't have to be a crazy you know god at the game to to go flawless and that's and just that process of getting seven wins is is, is very rewarding no matter what skill level you are so i think that's just been very very nice on a personal level i'm always mm -hmm. nine hours or 11 hours ahead of people so it's it's a it's a bloody godsend for me <laughs> i can just go in and get my loot and get out um but yeah that, that that's been a really good change i have to say um but again like still it's like the we, like sarah said these are this is like piecemeal these are just the little things Mm -hmm. Here's some breadcrumbs, and we're always going. Please, uh, can I have yeah, some more? <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're just getting like, okay, here, here's yesterday's turkey, or like, here's here's what the mouse would need. <laughs> well, know. what's difficult about that is, and I'm glad Sarah said it the way she did. She said it's been confusing, and it's because mm -hmm. the breadcrumbs that we are getting often aren't the breadcrumbs we expect, or that they say that we're getting lately, at least. It's like, oh, here's this turkey sandwich, and it's actually ham because it's like, <laughs> oh, we forgot yeah. to do this or that, you know. And that has happened so frequently lately that I'm worried that it has created this sense of not just like distrust, but like like you're always like is this skill base is this kind of like you don't really know yeah. because half the time they say it lately this season specifically it hasn't been correct and i think it's because the updates have been coming so much more faster even from a pve side now the game is constantly down every time yeah. they do an update there's just so much going on and so much they're pushing all the time that you know they did the trials labs and then it wasn't connection based or it was right. but it was uh heavily lobby balanced they said in the last yeah. patch so it's like mm -hmm. if you were the lowest of the low you had no chance because you were getting matched with the single high player against an average better team so mm -hmm. there was yep. just no way for like it was bad on the bottom end and on the top end and then they weren't able to fix it till next season and so it's like while yes they're getting some useful info from it as a like just general player experience and connotation of like what connection-based matchmaking is everybody's like this sucks like why would i want this and yeah. so it's made it difficult even when they put in connection-based matchmaking playlists for the general crucible that wasn't connection-based until the last patch they in the little patch updates, it was like, oh, uh, connection base added to these playlists. And you're like, I thought you said it was. Like, I'm so yeah. confused. Yeah. So it, yeah. confusing is the perfect word that Sarah used there. Yeah. I, I do wonder I'll... how much... Sorry. Go Sorry. Ahead. <laughs> no, um, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's too polite. <laughs> well, you have two you? Canadian, Canadian. two Canadians, okay, and Legos, two Cana so. yeah. yeah, two Canadians, yeah. somebody from the Midwest. No, I get it. I understand that. <laughs> no, so I would just just to add to what Lego is saying. I do wonder if there is some kind of clarity at Bungie, but then all the server issues and the technical hitches that have been just piling up and piling up and piling mm -hmm. up aren't just like undoing a lot of this stuff this is all speculation but i can't imagine it's hard it's easy to to create a consistent experience that isn't well documented when you're constantly putting out fires on the technical side like how many times has destiny been disconnect. down this week yeah yeah there's a disconnect between like the tech side and the dev side like they're just you know mm. the dev side is producing and pushing things out and mm. the tech side just can't seem to keep up so it, it does it creates that like those promises and then tech side's like we can't fulfill this right now 
Yeah, so. and it's like how many times have we seen the reintroduction of bugs after a hotfix? Yeah. And how many mm -hmm. times have things not been fixed the way they should have been fixed? And of course, we can only sit here and speculate because we're not game devs. Right. Um, unless one of you is working for Bungie secretly and this is a sting operation. Um, yeah, you caught me. But it's yeah. Craig. <laughs> Craig and Giark, they're, they're yeah. silent partners in all this. No, uh, okay. Understandable. But no, I'd, I'd like, it's, it's pure speculation on my part, but I can't yeah. help but wonder if that's also contributing to the issues. That, that only arise when it gets sent to players. Yeah. Um, I had two notes on um, some things Lego said was um, uh, as far as the like kind of not fulfilling promises and us feeling like we can't really trust them. Like we love Bungie. We love yeah. the game. We want to, we want it to su succeed, mm -hmm. but you know, when they did promise or say things like we really want to see abilities be tuned down and there to be this higher percentage of weapon usage in the crucible and that was during a time when crucible was amazing like that was during 30th mm. anniversary mm. the best crucible's been in so long and and then to see that kind of like just continue to fall short and feels like so many of these changes are completely counteracting that and that's where that like the barriers go up and I'm like I don't I don't really trust you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough, but I'm trying to I'm trying to embrace it. But I'll be honest, I'm not a build crafter. Like I am not one of those people that gets a thrill from that. And I think that's fine. I kind of kick myself for that sometimes. But then I'm like, it's just not what I enjoy in the game. Yeah. I love mm -hmm. hand cannons. I want somebody to tell me these are a few good rules to go for on this hand cannon, and then I'll play around with them and I'll decide which one I like the best. And that's yeah. And then I, I fit that into my play style. So, um, so yeah, I'm not out here trying to do any crazy build crafting, and maybe that's why I'm so anti-abilities as well, but that's maybe another conversation. So <laughs> well, <laughs> getting down a rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been finding myself... So my Crucible experience this season has been I used it for Pinnacle Grind uh, earlier in the season. Nomad, we had this conversation the last time you were here. Um, I just did Pinnacle... Uh, Crucible when I could. I did uh, a couple Iron Banners, but I, I've it, people were jumping off maps or quitting, like doing the whole farming thing with uh, with wins. So it, it didn't feel like any kind of satisfying um, PvP experience uh, for me. I think uh, the last one that we had was a little bit harder to do, or maybe the one previous. Um, but Iron Banner SBMM. Yeah. Yeah. Um it was it yeah. was it was just like kind of a it's kind of a letdown that that's that's the way that you win those games <laughs> in in a lot of a lot yeah. of the new modes. Um I have played Supremacy quite a bit and I I actually enjoyed I played probably like 3 hours of it on Thursday on stream and I was like this is this is great cuz if I'm not good at killing things I can go and pick up the orb and just run around and grab, like, just be a little gremlin, little orb gremlin, <laughs> picking up everything and then getting my super back. And it so, also feels low stakes, which yes, is yes, just it kind is. of, yeah. it's nice to have a low stakes playlist right now. That's just all over the place. The only thing I don't like about <laughs> it is the no mercy rule. That's yeah, the only thing yeah. I have with supremacy, really that there's strange. no mercy. It's it's weird because you're like stuck sometimes in games where your team's like at 20 and the other team is at 96 and you're like, 
can I please get out of this hell? I mean, you um, can leave. Hey, like, there's, there's, there's no. no yeah, but yeah. I hate the fact that I have to leave. Right? Like, I yeah. don't like leaving that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's just that's my biggest. Like, come on, Bungie, please. Why? I get it also, but I'm just like, Ugh, that would have just made it like that little bit of difference. And like, I was telling yeah. Sarah this in her stream. Like, <laughs> like, was it yesterday or the day before? The weird thing to me with supremacy is that I have to relearn to play without lag. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have like to relearn to play Crucible yeah. without lag. And it, I'm, like sometimes I'm like, what happened? I'm like, oh yeah, no, he got me. That's fine. <laughs> in other, where I in instances in other playlists, he would have gotten me because there would have been lag. And I'm just like, yeah. this is, I have to relearn to play fully. And I'm just like, okay, this is going to take a minute. But it's I, a great yeah. thing. As a non PvP player, that's a great, I love it. It's, yeah. other it's than really no refreshing. Person. It's really refreshing to be able to just say, oh, no, 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 I screwed up there instead of being able to <laughs> yeah. blame, you know, yeah. like the wall or the geometry or. I was know. just talking about that yesterday with Sep. I was like, because obviously we've had lots to talk about with him about jumping. Um, <laughs> and I was like, genuinely, like, I do consider myself a relatively good player, but I still struggle to look up. I am not on controller. I just, I'm just one of those people, like, I am. I, I'm not good at tracking an enemy when they jump over me. Same. <laughs> and I'm I'm an example of a non-controller player who struggles to track somebody who's using Stompies effectively. Like when I used to play against really good Stompies players, I'd be like, oh, I'm losing this game. Like I know, but um, but I have never <laughs> once, <laughs> but I have never once been like, oh, Stompies. Like oh, I need to like, man, these people are jumping right. too high. We need to right. nerf their jumps. Like I'm immediately like, oh, that's a skill issue. Yeah, <laughs> my I, skill I, issue. We I need, need to work we on need, that. We need hard numbers on the data set or just the polling mm. that they put out or uh, what, whatever I, the case may be, because it sounds like bullshit. It's silly. It's goofy. It's like goofy unless we sure. unless there unless their sample size is Destiny Reddit, which is like filled with the biggest scrubs known on the face of the planet. Like. Yeah. And or not Facebook. even just. I don't know. Sc- Facebook is pretty sc- is a scary place. Mm. We, Facebook isn't filled well, with real people, so they don't they don't count. Oh, okay. uh, fair enough. <laughs> no, and like what I mean by scrubs is just like people who who ascribe to scrub mentality in the sense that they don't they they blame external factors rather than internal ones quickly. Um, and I mean, you could take it the same way as like, oh, they're scrubs, they're no good. It's it's mm. m- more so just the, you know. Everything is everyone else's fault and not my own. I, like these people don't spend ha- any time trying to get good. They're very, very concerned about skill-based matchmaking because they don't want to be up against players better than them. There is, there is a, a viewpoint that I agree with where skill-based matchmaking is definitely necessary to help mm-hmm. protect lower-skilled players in order to get them to want to play more. Because I get it, if you play a new game for the first time, like if you play like Star Wars Battlefront 2, now and you get dropped in the lobby i don't know if it's skill based or connection based you get dropped in there you don't know what the hell you're doing you're gonna get wiped out by an x-wing or darth maul's gonna come up behind you as you spawn in and you're like what the hell happened so i get that feeling of disorientation and that sort of that intimidation factor you want to mitigate that as much as possible to keep people playing but not the cost of the the game stability i, I, I don't think there's any well just any all playlists it yeah, felt silly yeah. that it, there, it just became like having an option for new players and for people who are lower skilled for sure 100 percent. but then it became where there was no option for higher skilled players so mm. that felt silly it was like 
Why are we trading one for the other? Yeah, we've pulled the throttle like fully one direction and then the other way. And now we're kind of meeting in the middle when it's almost like we should have been going towards the middle the whole time. But we've Mm -hmm. been tossed around so violently from one way of playing the game to the other that we're it goes back to that. Like, like, what is happening? Yeah. uh Even even when they do introduce and this is what I meant earlier by like uh, the trust thing. It's it's not so much about trust. It's more like like communication clearly between like patch notes and stuff because you've got stuff like and and content coming out so quickly like with the guardian games playlist how there's no mercy you said and uh there's no quitter penalty and it doesn't fill in the matches afterwards you you can play a full game of six versus one and nothing ever changes you're like Mm -hmm. something and so of course everybody who doesn't understand what's going on, doesn't read the patch notes, is like, what is happening? Like, this is a terrible experience. And it would just be nice to have some more comms on that kind of stuff. uh, And just, or even just like let things cook a little longer sometimes. That's my biggest gripe. Yeah, like you, even after you read the patch notes, you're kind of left going like, okay, but where's the control variable here? (laughs) Like, how do you, how are you actually testing this? when it's constantly being changed and altered and there's there's really no consistency like with trials labs which is a great example is you know they're like oh we're testing this matchmaking again but they don't use the same map they don't use the same weapon mm-hmm. like nothing mm-hmm. stays the same so then you're like oh, okay but then the incentive to play isn't there and like mm-hmm. it so it just like with so many of the changes it just mm-hmm. feels like there's not enough consistency there for them to actually get good data and i i i'm speculating like yeah. obviously i don't know what's happening behind the scenes but i i am glad that they at least said in the patch notes like the data that we got that was good from that was the uh in the practice pool like that was the data they were getting to refine that algorithm to protect players mm-hmm. from getting stomped so when it comes around next season it will be more refined it's just the downside of that is that for everyone that was just playing trials as normal, it wasn't a pleasant experience. And yeah. Yeah. just the communication on all that is what I would like to see. Even though I'm having fun, I'm glad Guardian Games is here, all that stuff, those are that's like my biggest thing out of everything that I wrote down for this season is that communication factor and how quickly things are coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, also, also, there's a have spoken to a couple of developers on this privately, but there's no... Like they're far too reliant on community translators to actually get people to understand what the fuck they're saying. Like the, <laughs> like the the whole thing about airborne effectiveness. Does anybody mm. really understand it still? <laughs> like yeah. truly, like like I like I know I do because I did the fucking research and I was gonna make a video and then they changed the damn thing. So I was like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> no, I but like that, yeah. like preci- precision cones, aim cones, aim scalers. You know, yep. like mm. we're talking super technical terms, and now. As much as I appreciate their their increased communication, the patch notes on matchmaking, it's still not well understood, and it's still not well terribly well explained. And then, like Lego says, you can have a bunch of people who didn't, or most people who don't read the patch notes. Mm-hmm. They do rely on YouTubers for their info, and some of them just don't cover them. And why yeah. would they? Because they're they're long and they're boring, and they're yeah. ultimately it comes down to okay, your game's going to feel good, or it's not. Yeah, and there's no way, there's no other mechanism to gauge it. Like we don't even have a ping counter in the game itself. Like every modern FPS, you you open up your scoreboard, you can see your latency, right? It's like 36 milliseconds, 46 milliseconds, 240 for me. But you know, like there's none of that. You have a little bar 
indicating mm-hmm. your connection quality. And it's really hard to see. And there's no way of measuring it. There's no way of accounting for it. There's no way of controlling it. There's no information given to the player on anything to do with matchmaking in the game by Bungie. And that's where I think there's so much confusion and there's so little of like a base understanding from the community versus the developers on how this stuff affects people. I think we the know comp point system is, is a really good example of that yeah, as well. Exactly, I, yeah. It's been explained to me so many times and I'm still like, why did I lose 200 points mm-hmm. against that team who's way better than me? Like, <laughs> I, huh? just, just, just forget about it. Go again. Sure. <laughs> yeah, truly. Just GG, go next. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited for those to change. Like they mentioned a bunch yeah. of changes that are coming, but they haven't said exactly when or how. And I just really would like to see that of all things. Cause that playlist, I will say like props to Bungie for a very fun, like balanced experience playing against other players. Like that was some mm-hmm. of the most fun I've had in the crucible in a long time of just back and forth games where you could hardly even make a point where it was just yeah. like, I got, we conversations continued on Twitter from some of those games where there's like, I was playing against you and we were going back and forth and like, it was awesome, you know? And so they were like great games that came out of that. But the point system, like Sarah said, yeah. is just so convoluted and discouraging to play above all else. And the fact that the only reward is ascendant, like you're not rewarding players for their climb to, uh, you What's know, adapt. Like, yeah, because <laughs> it would be amazing to <laughs> reward people. That for adept yeah. like they they deserve something too like all players will not make it to ascendant but they made it to adept so reward them too uh th- those are things that i would really love to see but i echo your sentiment sarah on the plus five whole thing like just yeah because there's so many games that i'm like that was a fair loss like i don't i don't i don't hate that i lost that game but then losing the 200 points you're like okay well i don't I don't think it was worth that. Like yeah. it, it just, yeah, you're right. I, I like, want to speak to your manager. Yeah, right. Like I was fine with this until. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's like so. like five fours taking twenty minutes, and all you get out of it is like a plus five, and you're like, oh, okay, well, fuck me, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it happens consecutively, multiple games in a row, that's when you're like, okay, I'm done. Like I just can't yeah. keep going. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Message received. I'm gonna go touch some sand now. I guess yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, and then so, they say like you know they want this like fifty percent win rate, and I'm like, is that like? And they and in comp the point system I've heard is that they're basically trying to keep you at a certain where they think you are skill mm-hmm. level wise mm. is the rank yep. they're trying to keep you at, and so that's that's apparently what the point system is based off of, and I'm like, I just I have a really hard time with that. Like the whole fifty percent win rate thing is silly in general, in my opinion, but um. But yeah, then the the comp point system kind of reflecting that felt strange. So, Sarah, you you touched on something a little bit earlier about like all the changes kind of like happening all at once. Or we keep getting repeated changes over and over and over again with with very little with almost like a whiplash of time between them. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I know in in the coming seasons, we have a lot of changes. In the coming season, we have a lot of changes, especially when it comes to, like, trials, changing entirely different mode uh, to Dominion. Um, Are you guys hopeful that the changes that they're making will make for a better Crucible experience in seasons to come? Or are you worried that it'll be more of the same, even communications-wise? 
Michael looks I, like he wants to talk. <laughs> go ahead. I, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just say that I feel like I'm still hopeful that the way things have, I want to say improved. I, I know maybe not everybody agrees with that, but the constant like updates to things that are a problem. Immortal is probably the thing that stayed around the longest that we're like, okay, mm. like this is going on a little long. But outside of that, everything's been addressed relatively quickly lately. And um, I am hopeful that that sandbox will continue to improve, especially with all the more connection-based stuff we're getting. I'm really excited to have the pure connection-based, no lobby balance experience, just random. Maybe you just might make it to the lighthouse sort of thing. I personally don't like Dominion, I really like the old school elimination playlist. I know it's getting stale. I know that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make people push anywhere and that can cause for stale games and they're trying to amp up via the game mode. Um, I just like that that anything can happen in elimination. You can fight anywhere in the map and I like that randomness, but Dominion, you know, I get that they will have more control over where the point is, where to push players, and how to make a more engaging experience. Uh, so I'm curious to see how it plays out, even though I'm not the biggest fan of it. Okay, here's something that's going to make you a fan of it. People can hide from your fusion and elimination all, all, all round long. They can't in Dominion. Yeah, but it's not as random. That's my whole thing. <laughs> I know <laughs> well, exactly. You'll, 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 you'll get more kills. I get more <laughs> You'll get more kills. I don't care about the more kills. I just care about random, like the more variety in my experience, the better to me. Listen, um, they're I'm, saying I have an agenda. no, no, no. I have an agenda here. I need more slow mo clips of you <laughs> melting people with like the, <laughs> this this fusion that nobody oh, no. fucking knows about, and I just need to see that on screen. Okay, so I'm trying to sell you Dominion so you can get those clips. We will have more of those next season. I see. <laughs> I, I still feel like I haven't convinced you, which is wild. Because, anyways, um. My take on this, see, I'm, I'm, I don't think Trials Alone will save Crucible because mm. we've done that song and dance since season yeah. ten, right? Remember yeah. when when they came back I with agree. season of Wordy? Oi, yay, yay. Anyways, um, don't want to rehash that, but basically, like Trials, it's very much its own separate thing. It brings in its own population. It has an independently like it has an independent set of problems that don't reflect onto the rest of the Crucible. The thing that will get me hyped for Crucible is evidence that they give a shit. So things mm. like, and, and what, what makes people give a shit? What makes people care about stuff in Destiny 2? Chasing, mm. it's, it's, it's guns and, Chase, and yep. armor. Chase, loot. Yep. Yeah. Loot. Chasing something. And we've got an emblem and another emblem and a transmat mm -hmm. effect. And <laughs> probably the, the, the sniper to end all snipers next season. We need some more. <laughs> we need more. And yeah. until we see that and we see, um, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say like better communication, but just like, like communication that seems to account for community sentiment amongst players who play, whose playtime with the Crucible higher than most is, is my opinion. Because I, I, I do think everybody's voice matters, but this whole like Stompies thing is, is really rubbing me the wrong way. And I know mm -hmm. that anybody who spent any, little decent amount of time in crucible will say to you stompies is not a problem it's, it's not. it takes it takes adjustment it it's a it's an it costs an exotic slot to 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 use you're giving up way more broken stuff like wormhouse crown athrus's embrace dragon shadow is still mm -hmm. a thing and, and dragon you, shadow got nerfed too but yeah 
but it's still strong. It's still, it's yeah. arguably as strong as Stompy's in terms of movement when you get it right. But like like if if they had had that conversation with some like if they had a real PvP summit, I don't think there would have been a single mention of Stompy's. But mm. here we are, and I feel mm. like there's a huge disconnect between what Bungie wants from the Crucible and what the players want from Crucible. And until there's evidence to suggest that those two sides are converging, I'm just going to sit here and vibe, I guess. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, to touch on the trials stuff, I, I'm looking forward to actually having the point objective because I do prefer quicker games, personally. Mm. Nice. Um, however, I, I would say that these slower games that we're seeing are probably more so due to the weapon meta, yeah. um, mm -hmm. shifting to more range, um, mm. with sniping, getting buffed again, pulses are incredibly strong, pretty much all archetypes. And, um, we've got some really good scouts in the game. There's just, uh, bows are still really good. Like we've just got a lot of ranged weapons. So I would say that that's probably more so where that's coming from um uh but i also love the elimination style so it's it's a bummer to see the elimination style go due to the weapon me meta shifting that way and them solving it by changing the game mode mm -hmm. yeah um but i'm curious to see if it does create some quicker games and they said that they think it will um kind of increase like weapon variety, build variety, yeah. I disagree. <laughs> I think that it's going to uh, just basically, it's going to be kind of what we've seen with points. Uh, so mm -hmm. far is the bubble, you know, uh, Wells. Ability. I mean, Warlocks are going to be so good next season. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's my two cents on that. I'm curious to see what happens. Um, and then, yeah, I, I do agree with Nomad. I think the Snoppy thing is kind of silly. And... I would say that a lot of people just aren't using Stompies anymore because they don't know how to build into AE. And now mm -hmm. that they're taking away the AE change, um, I don't know. I, I feel like the same amount of people are still going to be using it. And it's still going to be good. Like, Sep just said he's going to unbind his dodge. So, mm. like, he's, <laughs> he's still going to be cracked with it, okay? Like, like the, the top players are still going to find ways to be extremely mobile and good at the game. And mm. taking Stompies out is not going to fix that. And I think that those are the people that Bungie's trying to nerf, and it's it's not a big enough portion of the player population for it to be an issue, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I just uh, an average player putting on Stompies is not a problem at all. Yeah. Like, it it is not. If anything, sometimes those people are nerfing themselves because they can't control the movement. Like, it's yeah. not. It, it just doesn't feel like it should have been reworked that way. Like, but. Yeah, uh, maybe. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I go. You go ahead with your point, and then I'll... maybe maybe we'll see a little bit more variety on the hunters generally because they won't be using stompies, and we'll get to see all the lovely, lovely little ways where hunters are ten times more worse now. All the abilities, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Young Ahamkara Spine, Athras's Embrace, Wormhusk, mm. Bacris. Hello, yeah, Bacris. <laughs> People sleep Bacris. on that thing. That's gonna be horrible to deal with, but hey, I'm 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 for it. Oh, it slows you, by the way. If you, if you get close and you have an aspect, good luck with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it is. Um, yeah, I, th I I do hope Bungie will see this and they'll say we made a mistake here. 
At the same time, though, I'm kind of glad that Stompies are are going to be, you know, not necessarily an afterthought because I think people will still find ways to be useful with them. But they're people are going to start looking at other things more, which mm. I'm I'm a big fan of. I'm always a fan of variety, but I just don't agree with the 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 reasoning for the Stompy change. I think that's it was it was one of the one of the things that made the least sense because. Look, if you're if you're trying to enforce a, a like a like a traversal limit, if you're trying to nerf uh, movement speed and 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 crossing point A to point B, or or even just getting enhanced movement period, then why didn't Dune Marchers get a yeah, speed nerf? Why didn't Peacekeepers get a Peacekeepers and a new uh, speed Transversives. nerf? Transversives, yeah. steps and getting a uh, speed nerf. And hey, grapple is still you know there. Even yeah. though you know that's a grenade charge and that's a different tuning circumstance and all that, but it like the, the consistency wasn't there. The um, the the wording made it seem like it was this big oppressive thing when it probably just wasn't. It was just hard for people to, uh, <clears throat> yeah, just yeah. move up. Um, oh, you darn controller players really struggling. <laughs> people jumping and over I, you. Oh no. <laughs> It's it's just it's also one of those changes where any like obviously you have your gremlins on Twitter going like, well you're a top player obviously it's easy for you to, dude, look up how hard is that like reasonable yeah. people will be able to see that and say okay yeah maybe I didn't look up as much as I could have but that's a weird reason to nerf something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, I agree, especially on a game that that has so much vertical movement like it's a game that inf- that encourages that our maps are built literally for yeah. vertical movement like yeah. why are they suddenly like mm. vertical movement is bad stop <laughs> like the yeah. main thing to, yeah no, 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 the main thing that i want to uh, echo there is the whole like not nerfing the other movement exotics at the same time mainly because every other i was just doing a quick search through the exotic list for hunters and every single exotic that increases your movement by that 6.25% also requires something on a hunter, like Dragon mm-hmm. Shadow, you have to dodge. Like, there's just so many of those where a no frost you have to exotic. use your ability. Yeah, and then for every other one, like Transverse of Steps or Dune Marchers or Peacekeepers, like, the Peacekeepers requires an SMG, but still, it's there are all these free ways of movements on the other classes and there is no free movement thing on hunter so i don't mind personally like changing the game like that happens all the time i've had it's like going to your favorite restaurant and having them take away your favorite meal you can get this other thing that's very similar has the same sauce on it but not it's not the exact meal you like that's fine we'll adjust as a player but to have them take away just the hunter one and not the other ones when it's a part of the game that's really fun is that movement stuff and that's why everyone is so upset that feels a little strange to not just even the playing field especially on the movement class that everybody thinks of as the movement class hunter whenever every other class has such strong momentum abilities like shoulder charge even with the nerf shoulder charge and uh warlocks uh dodging like faster like everybody can get places faster except for the hunter now i mean you mm-hmm. can like just don't use your dodge but it's more limited than the other classes is my point or it's more, sa- more it's a sacrifice yeah, yeah. so yeah. I'm, I'm i'm yeah i'm ahead. looking at trials report right now and so like seeing looking at the list of the things that they are nerfing or like the things that they are changing in the next season mm-hmm. versus the list of like the top f- the top five are like a Fidian aspect with 52% of usage amongst warlocks, 
Stompies have 29% of use amongst hunters, and Dune Marchers have 30% of use. I'm so excited for the Ephidians. Along Titans. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, just, just looking at that list, like, that's three of the big ones that they called out mm-hmm. as, as being changed. Do you... Do you think that there's like a certain threshold that like of community use that gets hit? Like once it gets hit, they're like, oh, we really got to take a look at that. Oh, well, they look at those numbers, usage yeah. numbers for sure. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like that's we literally just, why hunters keep getting nerfed because they're like, why is everyone on hunter? It's just so strange. Is it the only class with an actual like relatable <laughs> jump mechanic? I use all craft? three. I'm unbiased. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like I play all three characters very consistently all the time in pvp and pve so like yeah i would say that i'm pretty unbiased but i also use movement exotics on all three (laughs) on titan i use peacekeepers and dune marchers on warlock i don't use affinians because i think they're broken and i feel really bad rubber banding that way and then i so i use transversives and then on hunter i've always been a dragon shadow or stompies gal so i i yeah like it's I just like the movement, though. Like, that's the thing. Like I yeah. said, I'm not a build crafter. Mm-hmm. I'm mm. not somebody who's, like, super reliant on abilities. I like to work on my primary. And, like, so the movement just is my is the go-to for me. And I just feel like that that niche, that that those people that are just in this game for the movement and the weapon feel are constantly getting told, no, we want you to use these other exotics for abilities and... All these other things that I'm just like not really interested in using personally. Mm. So, because yeah. mm. now I'm like, well, I'm probably still going to use Stompies or Dragon Shadow, mm-hmm. even though they've both been nerfed. I'm still going to, you know, use everything that I've always used on Titan. It's just going to be less strong. It's fine. But I don't know. I'm not one of those people that really wants to switch it up a ton. And that's just a personal preference. I don't care if anybody else wants to. Um, I have nothing against any other exotics. I just prefer movement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to different weapons that you're using this season, what what has gotten you excited? What has what perks are you seeing yourself use more or seeing more of uh, in the sandbox overall? The headseeker buff's pretty fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I always forget I used, about that aim assist that comes with it. That is such a nice buff. Yeah, it's, yeah. I it's used the enough. new pulse. Yeah, I used Autumn Winter the first time this weekend because I actually had. It's not a perfect roll, but it's pretty good. It has the Headseeker Rangefinder on it. It oh, was nice. pretty fun. It was doing really well in trials. So, Lego, what's yours? I have a uh, Cascade Point. Is. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love yeah, it I so it. much, and it's so weird because it like has different scalers depending on what weapon you use it on. To but like the new scout rifle, uh from Guardian Games is so <laughs> disgustingly good. But it's like niche. You have two point five seconds when you swap to it to activate it to like use it, and that's such a short period of time. But you can hit across the map at a at like an immortal time to kill you know yeah, yeah. it's just disgusting in a fun way in a balance and i feel like a pretty balanced way like you have to get a kill it's not just free like immortals with target lock but you just get it like it requires something has a niche use it fits into my playstyle just perfectly there there hasn't been a weapon in a long time that just fits the way that i play so i'm very very excited about that perk i also really like offhand strike 
a lot extending that uh, hip fire distance because if they did ADS distance, it would have been way too much. But hip fire distance and the stability, it's just a really interesting perk. And I'm glad they put it on a slug shotgun and a fusion rifle. So there are options for both, not just one or the other. It's just I would like to see it on like a, a sniper rifle. I don't think that's a thing yet. Um, but that would be kind of cool to see the hip fire reticle just shrink after you get a kill mm -hmm. to where you can mm -hmm. hit fire it. That would be awesome. I, I love I'm a no-scope like gal. I love yeah, exactly. That would be super fun. Yeah, I often put a freehand grip on my <laughs> eye of soul. Uh, just, yeah. So good. I'm really, I'm hunting now. I don't want to do it because I don't want to go play Gambit, but I, <laughs> I really want the sniper rifle from there is one of those aggressive frame hard hitters and it has harmony on it. And it can also get... I think it's air assault so like once basically my whole idea with it is um or golden tricorn either one of those will work but basically like get a kill with your other weapon swap to it and like do a jump shot body shot would one shot someone and so i think there's like a lot of really interesting stuff there for trick shots and just you know that's what makes the crucible fun to me that's mm -hmm. why i'm i'm still having fun is all this stupid stuff that is gonna get me killed but you know, I'm having fun. So yeah. that's what I'm loving. <laughs> that's what the control-based matchmaking's been great for, though. Yes. Like, yeah. I've been yeah. playing around with so many weapons this week again, which has been so fun. I pulled out, awesome. like, a bunch of stuff that I was like, I haven't been able to use this in so long because I've been sweating my dick off mm -hmm. over here in every game. <laughs> I've been very happy that that's been around because I get to test out, like, because I'm doing a hand cannon tier list because apparently I like doing big projects that cause me a lot of pain. <laughs> Because I read, I read internet comments and they tell me I'm, I'm a shill. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so I was, I was using, what was I using? I was using loud lullaby. Oh my gosh. Uh, Terrible. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. I understand and respect Kami Cakes' opinion. However, the man is a demigod. What he finds good <laughs> is not necessarily good for the vast majority of people. So I've not, I didn't have a good time with that gun, but I did use it a lot and it was, it was doing the work against people who were looking the other way, which was fantastic. Uh, but in terms of perks, I want to give it to offhand strike because that has mm. been a really good revelation. But you know what's been my new kink? Finding primaries with shot swap on it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because especially on uh, Philotactic Spiral, because it's a 340 pulse, it's craftable, has shot swap, you build up those stacks, right? You get two on a kill. And what happens is every time you have one stack of, anytime you have a stack of shot swap, you get max handling, which means you can swap weapons really, really quickly. So if you want to play as a hybrid aggressive player, or if you just want to play aggressive aggressive, you can load up a shotgun, like condition finality or duality or whatever you, you have or any other, you get the point. You have a shotgun, <laughs> you have a primary, you use the primary to get your first two or three kills. Then you can run in and be a maniac with a shotgun or a sidearm or whatever it is and just continue the slaying. It gives you that versatility and it's so nice, especially on low handling weapons. Uh, when rangefinder gets nerfed mm. whenever that happens and what we don't know how they're going to do it but we know it's coming uh one perk that's going to go straight to the top for exalted truth is shot swap because it will allow for those shotgun maniacs to to swap aggressively so i've been just trying to seek out as many weapons as i can with shot swap and 
just getting used to 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 the versatility that it provides. It's, it's really really nice. I have a question about shot swap because I I wanted shot swap on my fusion because I wanted to do a backup plan like whip it out, get the kill, and then shot swap off to my mm. other weapon because the hand the hundred handling doesn't apply afterwards. But yeah, uh, I got steady hands instead, and I'm really digging steady hands because it applies to both your weapons so you yes. swap to your you know slow firing oh, weapon you got a hundred yeah. handling on it and i've been pairing that with cascade point too so you swap to an a thousand rpm auto rifle with a hundred hand happening but does shot well, swap apply to both weapons or is it just the one no it's just it's just the one okay. weapon so steady hands is the better perk in that respect but i haven't seen but any weapon with steady hands yeah you store it um but i haven't seen a because steady hands is on a timer and mm -hmm. shot swap can be you have up to eight stacks and you can just That's like great. up down up down and you, you're constantly charging it right so as long as you stay alive you keep getting kills you'll you'll store those charges so suppose it's more of a, a dependable perk because you can like swap back and forth pretty pretty rapidly as long as you have the charges so if you want to be a maniac and 1v6 the entire team you can with eight stacks <laughs> of, of shot swap whereas oh with gosh. steady hands i'm not sure if that refreshes on a kill i imagine it does but yeah. in any case, you only have a limited window to make that, that right. happen. Yeah, that, it's a cool perk regardless. I really like both of them, and I feel like I had been sleeping on them, so I'm glad you brought it up because it's very, very cool. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah, what about you? I know you said you're not like that much of a build crafter, but like, what, what are you finding that you're, you enjoy using this season versus other um, people? I'm loving rose i was always a big mm. rose fan so that coming back into the game is really fun so i love rose um i and i did get my uh explosive payload uh slide shot roll and i really really love it um the handling on it it's got a huge hitbox like <laughs> it's it feels really good i like the sound of it um and explosive is really the only perk on hand cannons that makes it feel like it actually competes mm. um which is unfortunate. It feels like that um, I'm kind of being forced to use like one type of hand cannon. Like I feel like I have so many good hand cannons that I love, but that's really the only one that I feel like I can use in any competitive scenarios. Um, well, but I like you... explosive. It's fun. It, it flinches. It's great against some of those more um, aggressive range weapons if I can get close enough. So, um, but I really, I've been trying to farm for a round robin because I really, really, really want one of those. <laughs> um, Very good. You do. You want yeah, one. Yeah. I, yeah. I, want it for, <laughs> I want it for trials next weekend. And then, yeah, I'm still trying to get a better roll on the autumn wind. I think I'm going to stick with the explosive roll on that as well. I think you just can't go wrong with the flinch. Um, I mean, I have been playing around with the new guardian game scout a little bit i have so many in my vault that i've been trying to figure out kind of what i'm enjoying um so i've been playing around a little bit with like i there's the zen moment uh is it zen, zen moment explosive i believe yeah. was mm. like that's like the role they give you um so i played around with that it was fine um but then i also played around with the gut shot explosive mm -hmm. mm. and that was interesting <laughs> um Anyways, I have a few rolls of that that I've kind of been trying to figure out which barrels and trying to decide whether I want ranger stability on it. So I just don't think I'm fully getting used to like the recoil pattern or I don't know. I don't love how it feels. I'm not a huge scout person. Like I don't remember the last time I used a scout really. Um, not even yeah. during the DMT meta? 
No, I never touched it. I don't even have the catalyst. Really? <laughs> I, don't I, no, I yeah, resisted. I don't mess with it. Yeah, there's just certain weapons that I'm just kind of like not interested in. It's not really that, um, like, I can't blame people for using what's meta. Like, it's mm -hmm. meta. You're trying to win. We're all trying to win here. Yeah. Um, but it just kind of it makes the game boring for me. Like, even this past weekend, like, the only reason I actually put the Autumn Wind on was because I put on the no time and I was like, I am bored out of my mind. Mm -hmm. Like, I am so yeah. tired of the no time. It's the time same meta. experience. It's the yeah, same experience so, no matter what you do. Yeah. So I literally went digging in my vault to see what else I had <laughs> that could compete in this weekend's meta, which was obviously a lot of range, um, a lot of pulses, a lot of uh, surprisingly, actually, a lot of auto rifles. Um, like, there was quite variety, but it was that like range meta so i was like what have i got um so anyways that's why I can i give you a recommendation it's actually quite fun it was quite fun so what's that yeah, can what i give you a recommendation can i give you a recommendation yeah what's polaris that? polaris lance mm. oh i haven't used that oh, in so buddy. long no you you're gonna want to especially now that <laughs> zen moment's been buffed mm. uh, oh yeah yeah it's 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 very uh it's it's a i love explosions uh, i love arson yes in game yeah sunshot <laughs> oh love sunshot <laughs> and I love Polaris Lance is like I love <laughs> in game I love <laughs> little parentheses. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that we're dealing with a West Coast Canadian here, and there's a lot of fires in the West Coast of Canada right <laughs> now. I'll call her out. Are like you that. sure? Uh, <laughs> this is I, sure? I get all I get all my satisfaction in game. I promise. I, like I found a clip. I was going through clips the other day, and I found a clip of me uh, getting a Reaper and Iron Banner with. Uh, do you guys remember when um, hammers and dude marchers would proc together mm. and you would melee and it would chain your sunspots? It was so fucking cursed. <laughs> oh so my fucking God. Cursed. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> that. That's wild. amazing. It was so yeah. cursed. I hated so, that, so that would, period Yeah, time. they would. Oh, I, I loved. I Oh, the arson I could commit in game was insane. <laughs> yeah, I like would just wipe the entire team. It was so it was so great in trials too. I would this just is, run in there and be like, just let me get a melee. Man. Just let me get a melee. And it would triple <laughs> chain too, because dunes were really cracked at the time. So it would like do a quick triple chain. Hmm. Spread the sunspots. The, oh. the eyes are reveling in the memories of destruction. And this is some Saul Goodman level of evasion right here, saying, I love committing arson. In-game, in-game. In-game. Yeah. I'm just making sure, you know, don't want to mm -hmm. be, you know, saying anything illegal online. No, can, of course not. Can we, you mentioned Rose at the beginning. I want to give it up to Bungie for introducing all these lightweight weapons. We talked about movement and how big of a thing that yeah. is. Like the same boost you get from Stompies, you get from these lightweight weapons mm -hmm. and it stacks on top of those exotics. It's the only thing in the game that just gives you movement for free or these yeah. lightweight weapons. Uh, and we got Rose. We got uh, the new, oh, what was it? I was just talking about something else that was a lightweight. Um, but we got like all these new lightweight things and I'm just love. Oh, it's the scout. The scout's a lightweight. Uh, mm -hmm. So being able to move faster, that's one of the things I love about it. Even if I'm not maining it, I can have that weapon out, move faster, no matter if I have an exotic or not, and then swap to another deadly weapon, uh, fusion rifle. <laughs> to <destroy people. laughs> so yeah, it's great. I love having these lightweight options. I love that they yes. brought back a hand cannon that was lightweight. I'm really curious to see what they do with the sniper rifle in comp next oh, season. Oh, I hope it's good. 
We yeah. need to uh, have a like a speed slider or something on our build screen where it shows us how fast is our maximum speed compared mm. to normal. So you have your you have your dragon shadow or your dunes Instead of or your AE. transverse. Instead of AE, yeah, right. Like yeah. who gives a shit at this point? Uh, yeah. Like you have your lightweight weapons. You have nobody gave a shit ever. Yeah. Oh, you have you freaking amplified from for for art. Yeah. Too yeah. like yeah. that's a yeah. thing as well. So it's like and they're they're fixing that for Hunter too, which is going to be so great. They're actually yeah. making it so you don't just like it doesn't ruin your jump, which is going to be really nice. I'm excited for that change. Gonna, I really hope that Arc Strider is good again because I love Arc Strider. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super fun, and it just hasn't been good for so long. We need uh, underneath the mini map on the top left. We just need like a speedometer. Speedometer. <laughs> <laughs> I love this idea, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Bungie prides itself on movement. So Let's lean into of, it. Yeah. Yeah. Bungie yeah. prides itself on movement, unless they're your stompy main. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm picturing it less so, less of like a, a meter underneath, but it goes around your <laughs> <laughs> the. Oh, uh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, around yeah. the map. Just, just UI wise, it just goes yeah. around your little scanner there, and at the bottom, it has your speed. That way, it doesn't take up too much extra oh, I like <laughs> space it. on your. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. Everybody stares um, at their radar anyway. It works great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like guys, <laughs> guys. I'm going. To, I'm going real fast. I'm going real fast. I'm Ricky Bobby. Uh, <laughs> I, I can see. I can see that. It uh, would be, or even just like on the XP bar underneath, like because nobody yeah. uses that area. Just, just put that there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at um, us fixing PvP. Look yeah, at we us. We got this. Yeah, we got this. Uh, anybody have anything to add before we get into uh, before we get into questions? Uh, just mm. thank goodness for the Arc Strider change. Speaking of mm -hmm. Arc Strider to the super uh that can destroy wells and bubbles mm -hmm. yes because yeah. with dominion really coming cool. we needed some counters and arc strider could be really fun with that mm -hmm. i honestly have been feeling i've been playing more on my other two characters because hunters have just been feeling pretty lackluster mm. and so then uh with some of these nerfs i was like really like i'm just not gonna play hunter at all anymore but but with these arc strider changes i probably still will because i've always really enjoyed that class it's very fun yeah also i'm i'm grateful for the trace rifle buff i think it was four percent or something like that something small mm -hmm. uh, yeah we got what, that, what 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 that did was it turned divinity from the best gun in pvp to the even more besterest gun in pvp <laughs> i forgot so you're very happy pro yes <laughs> like don't knock it till you try it and when you when you try it you're like oh it's hilarious no man i have to raid to get it though so <laughs> i don't I, even I, come have on by Come on we through. Can, yeah, I'll, we can help. I'll hook you up on Thursday. Okay, okay. <laughs> you have to write to get like, it? Yeah. your friend. I just like love coming around the corner and your friends just like got a massive crit bubble on them. It is awesome. <laughs> it's, just, it's so <laughs> amusing. Like, I just, and you I'm just, like, oh, you died to divinity. Like, it just feels so bad. Like, it was a great counter to Glaives when they were strong too. Whenever Glaives yeah. are like really annoying, yeah. someone divinities yeah. them and it just deletes yeah. them. What? <laughs> divinity meta yeah. is undefeated, man. And it's just yeah. it's and yeah, just like it would. It's also fun if you ever had a friend who 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 survived a divinity encounter. They just come around the corner with a bubble on them. It's like you good. It's like yeah, no, I'm okay. Yeah, I made it. I made it. Yeah. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> All right. Um. But, so yeah, I have a I have a question. Um. Do you so? I, I interviewed Salt Agrippo last last uh, last year, 
And how the dare you? I know, I know, I know. I was called a bad person by you, as an. Oh, I did uh, do that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You called me a bad person. Uh, oh, excellent. You're a bad person again. <laughs> just keeping yeah. the keeping it going. Just just got it. You just got to re up yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but, but so we had so we had Sultan, and we talked about um, we talked about well uh, in in PVE. He, you know, I I think it's fairly well known, like his opinion on like well known. well well needing a, a nerf. <laughs> um, do you guys think that that would like? Do you feel that that is a change that is viable or needed in PvP? Hmm. I mean, Wells exposed. That's the one thing about it. Yeah. Is you can, you can. I mean, you can snipe people out of it. You can certainly thunder crash them out of it. Mm -hmm. You can pop a bubble on it. Um, you can, you can yeah. do. You can also use uh, Squall on it. So the the Revenant uh, Hunter Super. And you can also golden gun people out of it. And once you have a couple of guns going, you can take down the sword as well pretty quickly. I don't think it's as big of a problem in PvP as a bubble yeah. is. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can even just wait it out most of the time. Like other than when it's on point. But even then, yeah, if you've got a couple of people shooting it down, like I've never yeah. really had huge scrapes about it. When you get multiple on a team, that can get kind of tough, but that's like anything. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just something to surmount rather than uh, a nuisance. And most people yeah. aren't building their exotic into well in PvP either. Mm -hmm. So that's the other big thing, right? Because like in PvE, it's a lot of the the exotics tied with the super mm -hmm. make it super OP. But in PvP, it's just like most people aren't, you know, fully building into their super because it's just not. Yeah, intellect isn't really a stat people concern themselves with in PvP anymore. It's really mm, just a yeah. case of I'll get it, I'll get it. There are I'm sure there are some tryhards out there who do hundred intellect bubble titans, but um It's it's more so like it's a, if it's an S tier super, you're good to go in trials, for yeah. example. Like yeah. as long as you get one, you're fine. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like in PvP, which I don't think they'll do like the longer cooldown because they like where it is in PvE, but like they're they come pretty fast and depending on how fast the games go with the new like dominion trials playlist like maybe they could look i don't know if they could ever separate how long it takes to get them in pve versus pvp but that would be the one thing that i would kind of like if they're getting those supers too fast in a 4v4 and it comes down to just that bubble and nobody else has their supers up because they're just in a tier that's faster that would kind of suck you know um if it's a class that their neutral game is strong too like i feel like that would need to be looked at but we're gonna kind of have to look and see how it plays out with all the super changes together, the exotic changes, the playlist yeah. changes. Yeah, There's just a it's, lot it's a big... changing. The defensive supers, like, you're pretty much stuck with, like, on Hunter, you've got Golden Gun, um, and that's about it as far as getting your super. And then I think after that, it's Revenant, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, and then... Golden Gun's tier three, I think. And then Revenant three. is tier four. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's probably Void. It's probably, um, I think it's... Uh, Tether, yeah. Tether, I would love yeah. to see Tether take down a bubble or like as well, it mm -hmm. can like kind of do something, but it's like you have to get in the bubble and it's it takes so long for the animation to go off. There's usually a lot of latency in the tethers connecting. And like mm -hmm. how many times have you tethered somebody and then they still killed you? Yeah. Of the yeah. Super? Anyway, it's just a really yeah. and then yeah. they just slowly walk around. <laughs> yeah, because because yeah. Revenant's great against bubble. I love using Revenant against bubble. You you do still have to get into the bubble, but I find I can usually pop it off pretty quickly, and then they're stuck in there and they die. So um, if it, if it could kind of even come up to that, I think it's fine if you have to get into the bubble to use it. But 
just mm-hmm. because it is still a bit more of a defensive super rather than an offensive super. But um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I There's, agree with some of those. Uh, I, I think that the defensive supers are all, you all get them way too fast. And yeah. I think in the Dominion play, it might be a bit of an But then issue. again, like the rounds are pretty short and they should, yeah. the flow of the game should mm-hmm. be pretty conducive to, to fast crossed. rounds. Yeah. But that can like go back and forth because because it's shorter, then by the end, by the four four, the only people who have their supers are exactly. the fast ones. Oh yeah, definitely. Everybody else. So, which is yeah, what we've, it's a we've given seen. Take. Yeah, which but is what we've give, seen with at the same time, four four I mean, implies a lot of kills, so there'll be multiple supers probably true. up at that point. Yeah. True, very true. The irony of uh the hunters like gathering storm javelin, popping a bubble, um, just like a little pin. Is is kind of fun. <laughs> I didn't even fucking. Yeah. That. <laughs> I didn't think of that either. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I can't Good. wait. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna do something real. Sorry quick to here. burst your bubble. <laughs> no. That it needs to be said every time by every single person. In well, man, are you a dad yet? Because like. <laughs> no, but sure no, but my wife is like pressuring me to to have a baby. So maybe. Hey. Yeah, you're practicing. Oh, it's good. coming. Yeah, I'm yeah. Getting into community questions, uh, we have a few here. I think we touched on a lot of these uh, already, so I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna, just gonna skip to the ones that I, I feel are, are pertinent or uh, different for the conversation. Um, so, from Hobo Scruff, is there anything you'd do to make 180 hand cannons better? Or are they in mm. such a good place right now that they just need time in the sun? Ooh. See, this is one of those archetypes that that you can do a lot with to boost it or or take it down. But if you boost it, it becomes oppressive. If you take it down, well, then people are going to not care about it at all. I think they're in a pretty good spot in PvE. I, I think hand cannons generally don't have a role in PvE, but they, they could be... Uh, uh, I'm sure there's something you could do there, maybe boost their damage. In PvP... It's just like there are some archetypes that just don't get played. They just feel like clunky sidearms. Mm. Like I personally do not like how they feel. And I don't think that they can improve it just because of the type of weapon it is. Like that's just why I just don't like them. There's not a single 180 that I've ever picked up and been like, yeah, this feels good. (laughs) I think I think something interesting that could they could try and do is lean into the fact that they're sort of like more pistols and just Mm. give them like max handling. Like give them all max handling, and then cool. the trade-off is the low, the low uh, TTK, um, and then also make them lightweight, and also make them proc steady hands, and also give them off shot swap, and also give them you know, no, but like <laughs> since since one twenties at the distance, one forties in the mid, make these the close range option, and give them max handling, so you can pair them with more aggressive builds and playstyles. That would I, be my my suggestion. I feel like. And I don't know if this is dangerous talk here with damage, but what sucks to me about them, because I'm kind of like the damage stacker guy most of the time, and with Radiant even, like while you're Radiant, it still can't three tap a 10 Resil Guardian. That feels wrong to me. Like, and I feel like it would be cool if you could stack it to where there's all these new 6% buffs that are coming with exotics where you do a certain thing and then you get a 6% buff that acts like the surge buff. And it would be cool if like either a surge times three radiant or like one of these exotic buffs would get you to that three tap at any Brazil. Yeah. that might be too much damage but that i feel like it's too getting a kill and then getting three taps with it feels like too much and getting a three tap because you still have to get headshot all headshots with these things so yeah, point. 
Counterpoint. Unless you're a Titan, building into 10 Resil is a conscious choice, and, it, mm. and there should be some payoff for that. And I think having that payoff be, I can survive another bullet from a gun in PvP is, is worthy. Mm. Most people don't run 10, so I think incentivizing 10 as that like threshold Yeah, I only run 10 a good on my uh, Titan. Yeah, so so it's hard to run. I mean, I mean, technically, you shouldn't. You should either run two or eight right now, given current meta uh, analysis. But yeah, I I feel like if you put in the time to invest into ten resilience, you you deserve that extra survivability. But because for most people, you are gonna three tap them. But I'm talking about with radiant. Like, do you know how many? Like, you, I mean, I don't have to ask you. I know you know. Like, how many other things in the game break just by putting radiant on it, and you can't yeah, even three tap with it? Like, yeah, I just you're feel making like a sacrifice. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're okay. building into it specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not talking about a base making them so much stronger to be able to do that, but just whenever you start stacking stuff, it should be a little easier to mm. make them even effective at a decent because uh let's see, three tap from um one of those hand cannons. What is the time to kill of that? That's like um that would be 0.67 seconds. So that is really fast. But I just feel like right now it's so hard to build into it. So maybe maybe that's fair though. Maybe 0.67 seconds is too fast. But I feel like with their distance and fighting SMGs and all the flinch they get, and you have to get yeah. their headshots. That's the so short, much stacked against it. The short range meta is like the D, the TTK gets really really tight. Like you're talking yeah. 0.5 to about 0.67, anyways, or exactly. 0.73. Sorry, with 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 um, certain SMGs, precision SMGs. So I think I think that could work. Um, mm -hmm. Making sure we'll 180s have a damage perk on them so they can three tap. I think they should be like the SMGs of the hand cannons. Like, yeah, like at a, yeah, a like shorter, a SMG. shorter range. Yeah. So you're sacrificing your range, but then, yeah, having nice handling. Cause, yeah, I think that you're right. They would just get flinched off SMGs. Like, you're not yeah. going to be able to compete. Mm -hmm. So maybe give them less stability, but more handling. I'm There's down. your trade off. We fixed it. <laughs> Yay! I wish I had thing. confetti that came down. Maybe, maybe next time. Watch people and just on like, People are going to quote this out of context. Say, look at look at these guys. They want Luna <laughs> Hal not forgotten back. Look at these guys. <laughs> look at this group. Yo, but on, honestly, like anytime we talk about time to kill and like power creep, I'm just like sat here. It's just like Luna's Hal. Luna's Hal not forgotten. They would be fine in this meta. Absolutely, they, they would fine. be. That's crazy. That's crazy. As 180s as well, not not even as 140s, as 180s, like they were like like God intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was before my time. <laughs> uh, it was a wonderful time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Native Raider asks, with all these newly added weapons, uh, with all the new newly added weapons this season, which one has surprised you the most? I know Lego's answer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I am really torn between the Wise and Rebuke and this the Tracks Scout. I think both of them have oh, very much. It's not Iterative Loop. Uh, no, Iterative Loop is okay. I'm just gonna say this here, so I don't have to say <laughs> anywhere else. I think Rapids are way overblown. The damage buff has been way overblown. Like, yes, I was. I made a statement that was like, hey, this is unneeded. Like, we don't need this. They're already strong. But I don't think the iterative loop is the highlight here. It's Cartesian coordinate, which no one can get anymore. So this select few that have this 60 Amos's cool. god roll on a rapid fire 
are just able to do things that no other fusion can do now. And yes, iterative loop is crazy, but it's it's not iterative loop that is the crazy thing. It's uh, Antaeus Wards is the crazy mm. thing, if we're real. So that that's how I feel. I'm like, you know, it, it, iterative loop is a great fusion, but it's not like it's not Cartesian coordinate. And that's the scary thing. So, yeah, Wizen with, you know, hitting a 24 meter one burst is insane. And then the scout just going 333 RPM with a scout rifle like an SMG is really, really fun. So definitely yeah. my two highlights. There is nothing like a good fusion player to make me alt F4. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Exactly why I said we didn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> Throw those Antaeus words on and I am out of there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if there's any weapons that I'm overly blown away by, but I feel like I am such a stickler for like my go-tos. Mm. So, yeah. So I want to throw me, one last one in the mix real quick, Nomad. And nobody, I haven't seen like anybody use this, but there's a new mod system that lets you, there's a Glaive mod that lets you get Glaive energy back faster when you get a shot, it's on your chest. Mm -hmm. If you, mm. this is so dumb, but if you stack two of those together, you get max shield energy on a glaive, which means on the exotic glaives would just, or sorry, not two shots, three shots, which normally it would take four. So just sorry, <laughs> three shots and you've got, you know, you don't have to get a kill, just three shots. And then you can use the exotic ability of the exotic glaives, which on the hunter exotic glaive is a one shot wave that can go through multiple people. And it's hilarious. Oh. And I just want to add oh, that to the list. I, I don't a, have any of those. Oh. Well, sorry, sorry. Bad. Did you just advocate for using the class-specific glaives on a PvP podcast? Did you? I'm just, did so you really sorry. I I have dissed on them so hard, but this in particular one, because it's so also with the hunter glaive, it's a faster fire rate than any mm -hmm. of the other glaives. So you can use it like a shotgun fusion rifle. It, it's like a 0.7 second time to kill or something like that. Don't quote me, but it's very fast if you just get the two shots off, get a third shot, and then you activate the exotic part. You're good to go. It's a pretty fun gun. It's not. <laughs> it's not competitive. It glaive right. shots are very hard to connect nowadays, but it's, it's still I meme thinking, Yeah, I, I feel like uh, glaives pretty much disappeared after the nerf. So yeah, they fixed a lot of like the connection issues. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, Nomad went dark. Uh oh. They hit his Nomad bedtime. He, he was out just like that. He's at his bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Sarah, you can grab the glaives from, uh, if you have one of them, you can grab yeah. the rust on the investigation board and the enclave. I, oh, actually, I do have, I have the Titan one. I just have nice. it. Okay, so you can just go grab the other yeah. two at the investigation board and not have to worry about doing Wellspring anymore, which is a fantastic change. That's Thank wonderful. You, That's good to know. Good to know. Not that I'll Wait probably ever use them, but... It. Yeah, yeah. they're not great. <laughs> no, I did just get Winter Bite last night. <laughs> Ooh, I still don't Ooh. have it. It looks so much fun. I just, I haven't tried it. I literally, I had to go to bed, but I, I just got it last night when I was, it was actually while I was farming for my red ro round robins, uh, which I'm only three out of five. If I did have a weapon to talk about, it would probably end up being that one because I do love 120s, but I will yeah. report back. Round robin is strong. Like, the mm -hmm. I, I would go on record saying it's the most powerful hand cannon in Destiny 2. It's the only hand cannon in the game that can... I haven't seen anybody do this in a live game yet, but I, I, I did it in a private match. Can one-shot with a hand cannon at any result? What? It, it, using the intrinsic uh, projectile rocket thing that it shoots out, you have to time 
literally so many things. It's like stacking uh, four different things on it at once, but it can one shot, which is unheard of for a primary. So very crazy. We we had yeah. Nomad back for a second, and then we lost. Him. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> and then we lost him again, and now he's completely out of the call now. So we'll. He, he heard me talking about one shots, and he was like, mm -hmm. "I'm out." I'm out. That's None it. of Bye. that. No, no. No. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. Uh, let's see. The next question I have is from. We'll just we'll keep going, and as we as we get Nomad back, we'll. Oh, there he is. There you are. Hi. Hello. Can Hi. you hear me? Returned. Yes, we yes. can hear you. Okay. Is the video back up? Not yet. Not yet. Let me try and reload it. Or I might just have to create a new one. Yeah, that's fine. Perfectly okay. fine. Copy. Yeah, the round robin uh like farm is brutal. It's oh my brutal. I, yeah. Not a fan. I I've been not... doing it like on stream to try and just like get multiple instances going because like mm -hmm. but man, like that one was kind of tough. Hours and hours. Okay. Sorry about the thing. Lego, that was the most ballsiest pitch I've ever heard for the Hunter Glaive. Dude, you could sell water to a drowning man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I promise it's, it's actually fun. He just gets it's so fun. excited. It's adorable. Yeah. That's me with everything, though. I'm just yeah. like, wait, did you know there's this one little intricate this thing? Is, this is, like, on this, this random is It works this one so, time. Yeah. But when it so, pulls, like, comes off. Sarah, Sarah Dan, you, you gotta agree with me on this. This is a big golden retriever energy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I have a golden retriever. You know what? hundred percent. Yeah. You know what? I'm here for it. Like that's that's the kind of fun that I like. Is is the memory that like this like what he said took like four or five different conditions to to even like get to. You, first of all, you have to have that hunter exotic life. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, like, I don't have that. I yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. We're you like have to really work opposites. for that kill. Yeah. yeah. We're the complete opposites. Brilliant. Like I'm over Brilliant. here, like with my set weapons that I like to use. Like occasionally, maybe using something new, depending on the current meta. I like movement exotics. Don't really go outside of that. And you're like, oh, here's this really cool new obscure perk that <laughs> nobody pays attention to because they all think it's garbage. I will say <laughs> that like, goes, that's awesome. a testament to Dan and his ability to grab all yeah. these different people, for, like the perfect mix of people for a podcast. And I just want to say, Dan, for anybody listening too, you have been just killing it in the yeah, podcast yeah. world. It's one of the podcasts that I frequently go to listen to because I know you're going to be like on topic and talking about everything in a very balanced way. And so just bravo, man. You are absolutely yes. killing it out here. Heck yeah. Well, well, thank you. Takes That's one getting to no edited one out. Too, huh? No, no. I'm going to see it online then. You can't stop me. <laughs> Uh, all right. So we have uh, we have a question from Luke Pebbler. This one's specifically for Nomad. Uh, I'd love okay. to hear Nomad's thoughts on Rev Zero. Several months on, still using it, still loving it. It is probably in the conversation for best primary in the game. Wow. See, I forgot it, it existed. It's, <laughs> yeah. So the the twenty percent pulse buff did wonders for it in in Endgame, and then they gave it another buff on top of that, so it actually goes 75% buff. Wow. And the thing shreds. Like, I was 
I was just doing glassware yesterday, and I I, I was just because dim was down, and I only had revision zero. I didn't even have my PVE revision zero. I was using the one with freaking outlaw and eye of the storm, and that thing was doing just fine against mm. a red bar, and like the sniper shots hit really really hard as well. Intrinsic anti barrier. Really, really good in PvE with the four burst mode. Not so good in the two burst mode, but that's what it's it's there for PvP. And you know, in the age of immortal, it's actually a very good antidote because you stay back, you keep your distance, and like it's it, like PvP, it's fairly unchanged. But it's where PvE the differences come, and it's it shines so brightly now. Just I can't praise it enough, and I I really want to do a DPS test with with the sniper shots. Because it was pretty high before, but I'm wondering now, is it greater than Arbalest? And, and, and wow. I think it might just be, mm. especially given that Linears were nerfed pretty hard. So if it's in or around that commitment, obviously Arbalest is going to do more damage per bullet. But which is doing more damage per second? That's what I want to know. And if there's, a, if there's any sort of comparison there, like I know it can hit as hard, but does it take longer bullets? Does it does it require more shots? Do you have to be more perfect with it? Is it more usable? Is it less usable? But like the fact is, I'm comparing it to a special weapon in PVE, and like that's how much I I, I rate this thing. Um, so yeah, it's 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 probably worth a video, um, and I do want to make that video once people are actually playing Destiny again, which is not now. Uh, <laughs> Perhaps when the new season hits and we all get mm -hmm. surprised by the, uh, the the new stuff that's coming there, but yeah, it's 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 really 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 good now. It was good before, but only in PvP. But now it's just it's 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 if you could only have five weapons, mm -hmm. right? At all for 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 any slot, five weapons, revision zero would be one of them. God. I think you sold it. me to try it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. me too. I've been, um, I also, one thing we didn't talk about that I would like to say also is like, yeah. I feel like um, using double primary feels better again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it does, super yeah. exciting. Like having an SMG and a pulse, it's really fun. I do it in trials quite often. So I just wanted to the make knowers, that. So. The knowers what? have been knowing about revision zero and an aggressive uh, sidearm. Mm. <laughs> The knowers. Big sidearm gal. I don't know. The knowers. Sidearms, double yeah, sidearms are good. They're so yeah. good. I just like, I don't know if it's just, I just don't have a ton of fun with them. I don't like how they feel. Maybe it's just like a little too close, like that I have to get to the opposing team. And I feel like I'm just getting shredded by an SMG yeah. or a shotgun. Like I just, like I have to close the gap too much. Yeah. I'm not sure. So I'm there's, not sure. there's a great way to learn uh, how to use sidearms properly. Uh, watch True Vanguard. And then yeah. watch your whiskey <laughs> channel and just absorb that daddy energy, you know? <laughs> and then you will be a sidearm god. I do feel like sidearms are quite different on controller as well, though. Yeah. Like, I would say yeah, do, there's definitely yeah. more reticle friction. Like, there's just, uh, like, it, it's nothing, nothing stopping you from plugging in controllers, Sarah. Come on. Mm -hmm. I have never played Destiny on controller. Oh, wow. That's cool. Um, oh. Only because I didn't Sub start goal. playing D2 until <laughs> Season of the Drifter. So I never yeah. played D1. It was my first FPS game ever. So Radical oh, really? is such a dream. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actual cheat code. Like once yeah. you yeah. feel it for the first time, you're mm -hmm. like, what the? <laughs> 
I well, okay, I shouldn't lie. I I shouldn't say that. I have played on controller like once for a charity incentive, and mm. I was terrible. And I was like, <laughs> I'm turning so slowly. Like it was awful. Get me out of this hell. Yeah. Like, give me my give me my M and K back, please. Sarah, have you tried lightweight sidearms at all? Uh, um, ooh. I believe so. Ooh. I've my favorite I, thing in the game. It's so good. What's a good example of a lightweight so, one? I mean, Eating. Redback is one. I don't love Redback, but uh, the Farewell from Season of the Splicer is oh, no, no, one of my favorite sidearms in the entire... I'm convinced Ill Physics one. try it. Zur has been selling it a lot lately and the Gunsmith. So if you see mm-hmm. a roll with Rangefinder or even Multi-Kill Clip, uh, both are really great. But the, the great thing about it is you don't have to damage tag anything. Like, it's just a good... I can hit some body shots. I can hit some headshots and still have a very forgiving time to kill mm-hmm. value and move across the map faster because it's a lightweight it's yeah. really fun Lego. i mean double Lego. double sidearm looks fun too with forerunner and then oh, building no. into it on hunter with the exotic so yeah 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 that feels like might be an opportunity next season lego have you noticed that when you explain things and you get excited you go into full youtuber mode I do, don't I? Oh no, I, I just uh, see, but that's just a testament to my YouTube is very authentic, you know. Yeah, yes. it's, so just, authentic. Yeah. It's, it's an extension of his being. Uh, <laughs> on on the sidearm kick, I've been using Michael's Reverence um, mm. from the raid. It's a rapid fire frame, and I've been loving. Th- when I was playing that, when I was playing uh, Supremacy last week, that was that was what I was using. Uh, in my kinetic slot, and it was it was a lot of fun. I wasn't. What did you pair it with? Um, so I would use that, and then I had what was the other? I was so I was messing around a little bit, okay, just like a little bit, and I was using Null Composure. Oh uh-huh, yeah, okay, okay. I was gonna say energy rifle. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel was, like was, that's that's a good go-to like pairing. I think with a sidearm. Mm-hmm. I, the all mid-range. Is a good, yeah, it's exactly. a good combo. I love yeah. all mid range. I get a lot okay, of comments like, "How do you do it?" Mid so range. Uh huh. Uh huh. Fusion's when Lego uses it. Fusion's when Lego uses it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what can I say? <laughs> um, yeah. I think I think this will be. Yeah, I think this will be the final question for the day. Um, so Fluffy Fingers MD oh, asks. No. What is a subclass? Do you want? Well, he asked two questions. No, do so, that for everyone. Do that one. Do that one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> what what is a subclass that you feel has high skill ceiling and is currently strong, but the learning curve takes some time to perfect? An example that comes to mind for them is uh, Shade Binder. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, because mm. a, a bad player on Shadebinder is very easy to counter. A mm. good player on Shadebinder is so oppressive. That's a good example. But I would also I'm... say Strand Hunter. Strand um, Hunter's yeah. one. Because Great. the super is trash. Super sucks. But watching Set play Strand Hunter, like I could never. <laughs> I could never. <laughs> um... But he is amazing on it. And like he's a good example of a mobility player, high skill. Um, but a, a lower tier player like myself, <laughs> I'm not going to be doing anything useful on that subclass. Spectral Blades Hunter. Mm. Yeah. Super good super if you can get it to go. Because it has one of the high, uh, longest cooldowns. Um, not that much damage resistance and an aware player will be able to, to take care of it pretty quickly. Um, 
but the invisibility and radar manipulation potential of Void 3.0 on Hunter is still something that isn't used a lot to this day. But I'm also going to put my hand in the ring for Behemoth Hunt, uh, Behemoth Titan. 100%. Stasis Titan. Yeah. Horrible yeah. super, but yeah. oh my god, the utility. Yeah. Yeah. The super is really yeah. awful. It's actually why I stopped using it, but um, such a fun subclass. I used it a mm. ton. It was after the first nerf, because I think I got two nerfs. I'm yeah. fairly certain. Yeah. yeah so it I, I, way used too it, I used it mostly after the second or the first nerf. And then after the second one, I just felt like it wasn't really useful. But mm. but the passive play, like the neutral gameplay, is so fun and so good. It has some of the best exotics for it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, and that getting buffed soon is going to be so interesting. Like not having the weights on you when you use Shiver Strike and all that. Like I'm really curious because you can already make plays on it, and I think it's going to be a little bit easier. And you're going to be able to do some faster, more extreme. Like that. Yeah. The amount of times I've seen one of my trials teammates dodge and bait a super with Shiver Strike, like jump out, supers cast, and then Shiver Strike the other direction. That's going to be yeah. so much more effective. Yeah. Than the buff. Yeah. So cool stuff for sure. And I want to double down on uh, what you said, Nomad, for the Void Hunter. No, everybody's dive bombing still with your smoke bombs. Don't dive bomb. Throw the smoke bomb on the ground and use the radar manipulation. That is the way to play the class. It's so good. Uh, And then also what Sarah said with Hunter, Strand Hunter in particular, um, I think with the new decoy thing that you're going to be able to send out, I'm Mm. oh yeah, please let it show up on radar if it shows yes. up on radar it's going to be huge. so oh like, yeah the ceiling is going to be so high for how good you can get with that i would love it and i would start you, i would move from night soccer to that probably the amount of moments you're gonna have like oh fuck i fell for this and then you get domed. yes, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. i mean the amount that i fall for smokes like i will definitely be that person <laughs> so I do. What makes me think it's going to be radar is that they they said pretty specifically the decoy itself is going to look like strand. So I don't think mm-hmm. that's going to fool people as much. But unless if you're it, colorblind, yeah, well, unfortunately, <laughs> and and if uh, if it shows up on radar though, that's going to be a huge yeah. tool to use. So I really what if hope it's, so. What if it's this? What if they manage to make it like? Sort of this optical illusion where where from distance it looks like a guardian, but when you get up close, it's like strand That'd be interesting. What and if there is something I hope it has, uh, especially for sort of short range plays, like you want to put a decoy behind cover. Obviously, that's going to be massively useful for for radar manipulation. But the other team needs to know need needs to have an idea that it's a decoy. So give it an audio cue, like some Mm. sort of like that that tangled uh, that woven male squidgy sound. Oh yeah, Yeah. signature noise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so pumped right now because you got me thinking, what if it has aim assist on it? And what if you can send it out in front of you as you peek a sniper lane and like beta oh, monarch? Oh, that's going to be so well, dirty. If it, oh, that's going to be so can, cool. I, I want it now. Bungie, please. <laughs> if, it, if it can pull reticle, that's crazy. That's going to yeah, be Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You send out the decoy and then you jump. Yes. Over the oh, my <laughs> oh my god. Especially if they're on controller. Wow. That's really hard. So then you've got the decoy and they're Dear jumping. Pete Parsons. <laughs> I have a player who is jumping is oh Pete. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, I think that's all the questions fit to print uh for today. 
So I just want to say, hey, thank you guys so much again for being on the show. It's been a pleasure to talk to you this morning, even though I, I know everybody had to like mix. Yeah, everybody yeah. had to mix and match <laughs> schedules and everything, but uh, I did it. I really appreciate it. it and I appreciate the effort and the, and the time put in uh, for, for my little show. Um, why don't we have you guys go around and tell people where they can find you on the internet? Uh, Sarah, why don't you kick us off? Uh, Twitch dot tv slash very small hat and twitter.com slash very small hat are my two main platforms you can also second. call me sarah whichever you'd prefer <laughs> lego what about you uh yeah i'm lego la flash you can find me on twitter and youtube uh primarily youtube these days i guess uh yeah lego le flash uh, Nomad, uh, you can find me YouTube and Twitter at Ascendant Nomad. Also, I have this side business, uh, which you can find at twitter.com slash Danfinity. That's, uh, it, 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 it does okay for itself. It's, it's not You're the 17 year old girl? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My name's Danfinity. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and the TikTok at Danfinity, where the eyes rolls. You can also find me on Twitch three days a week, helping guardians out with in game activities and PvE. If you'd like to support the show, remember to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. Anything you say helps us in the algorithm. And if you'd like to give three bucks a month to help keep the lights on here, head on over to coffee.com forward slash Danfinity. That is ko-fi.com forward slash Danfinity. All the links will be in the notes for the show. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you find what you're grinding for.